Welcome to the Black Plant Chick Podcast. I am your Black Plant Mama Jade. This podcast was created to just bring you with me on my journey to raising my plant babies, to just taking care of them in every way that I can. I will share with you every plant that I have in my home. I will talk about my dream plants. I will talk about things that I learned from being a new plant mama, things that work, things that don't work. Um, I will also be bringing on other plant mamas and plant daddies to share their experience with me. So please make sure that you subscribe to this podcast so that you do not miss my episodes. They will be released bi-weekly on all streaming platforms. Until next time, love, peace, and propagate. Welcome to the Black Plant Chick Podcast. I am your Black Plant Mama Jade and we are at episode seven. Yes, you can clap because you made it here with me to episode seven. So this will be a very short and sweet episode because next week I am dropping a bonus episode. I will be sitting down with Danae Hurst, the creative genius behind Folia Collective. She has a brand new book coming and I'm sorry. <laughs> she has a brand new book coming out called House Plants for All. It will be released on August 11th, and I will be sitting with her and talking about this book and her inspiration behind it. So, this episode, episode seven, I wanted to just come in and tell you guys why I decided to start my plant care consultant business. So, um, yeah, sit back and get ready because I'm going to tell you the inspiration inspiration behind that. All right, let's get on with it. This podcast is also brought to you by Black People with Plants, a place to celebrate all things black and green. You can find Black People with Plants on Instagram at blackpeople.wplants. That's blackpeople.wplants. Tag them in your post using hashtag Black People with Plants to be featured on their page. Go check out their growing community and support Black People with Plants. Remember, follow them on Instagram at blackpeople.plants. Also sponsoring the Black Plant Chick podcast is the Light and Love Plant Company. Light and Love offers high quality house plants direct to your door. When I tell you guys that I enjoy shopping online, this is what I mean. They're offering very sustainable sourced and packaged with care plants. There's nothing worse than getting a plant to your door that wasn't handled with care. But you don't have to worry about that because with Light and Love Plant Company, they make sure to take very good care of each plant that they sell in their store. You can follow them on Instagram at Light and love underscore plant co or you can shop with them online at shoplightandlove.com hey don't forget to tell them jade sent you okay you guys so it was about a month ago i had the pleasure of 
sitting with a follower, virtually sitting with a follower, and we started talking about her fiddly fig tree, which you all know is my favorite plant. Um, But we were talking about some of the issues that it was having, and I ended up giving her a list of things to do to care for that fiddly fig and to bring it back to a healthy state. And about um, two weeks, or no, maybe, yeah, about two weeks after that call, she reached out to me and told me that her fiddly fig was doing so much better. It was sprouting new leaves. Um, It was just in a better place. And at that moment, I realized that there are other people out there who are also dealing with this plant and others that with the right instructions, that plant will get back to a place where it is thriving again. And because I have experienced some of these issues myself, I've been doing a lot of reading and just researching different things that work within your home and within dealing with house plants versus um, plants that are outside because um, when they're in our home, there's a different type of care that I believe that they require. So I said, you know what, I am going to jump out on a leap of faith and go for it, introduce myself as the fiddle leaf fig tree guru, yes, <laughs> and, you know, present myself in a way that is deserving of this type of business. So I proceeded with then announcing that I was doing plant care consultations. When I first made the post and introduced that, I didn't think anything would come from it. I said, you know, on Instagram, there are so many plant influencers out there. Um, There are so many bigger professional horticulturalists or botanists out there that people can connect with. Um, Why would they want to come to me? So, you know, maybe about a day I had that negative thinking. And then I thought to myself, what what makes me special? What makes me different from all of those other people that yes, they can connect with. And I think for me is being my most authentic self and being very honest with people um, and being approachable and kind to other people um, really sets me apart. And I'm not saying that these other plant influencers aren't the same because I don't know them. Um, I just follow them as well on Instagram. But I knew for me, because of who I am genuinely, that people would connect with me and they would be able to trust my influence um, and be okay with sharing their home with me, their space, their plants, um, all done safe and virtually, of course. Um, And I said, okay, fuck it. (laughs) I'm going to do it. And I did it. And then the first week that I was officially a plant care consultant, um, I was booked and I couldn't believe that all of the appointments that I put out there were filled. And then the first day I had three calls, um, sort of back to back and just the response that I received from these plant parents after, I mean, that towards the end of our call, just really brought me some reassurance that, okay, this is where you're supposed to be. 
And then I got the same response the day after and the day after. And then I released more information about the dates that I have available and people um, started to fill those spaces too. Um, And I'm just really thankful that I decided to allow um, God to lead me in such a way because at times I am a bit hesitant and I am um, a bit unsure. I'm not trusting the process. You know, I am human. So I'm sure many of you can relate to this, but um, I'm really happy that I decided to trust this process and to follow his lead as my leader um, and trust that everything that he's putting in front of me is going to work out. And it is. And I, I wanted to share this story with you guys because I want this podcast to be a moment where we can just be open with each other and I can be very transparent with you as you with me. Um, so it was important for me to let you guys know about why I decided to start this business and the real driving force behind it. Um, So I am very excited to announce that part of the Black Plant Chick, and that is the Plant Care Consultant. Um, You guys can book with me today. Just email me at blackplantchick.com at yahoo.com and I will um, send you my booking information and the available appointments that I have. I'm currently only taking consultation appointments on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, um, three different time blocks for each day. And during those consulting services, um, um, those appointments, we talk about proper watering habits, different soil mixings, fertilizing, um, humidity issues um, or lack thereof. We talk about um, insects, our pests, um, things to look for. We talk about yellowing leaves, browning leaves, um, root rot, just everything that I feel a novice plant parent needs to know in order to be a thriving plant parent. Um, and we discuss all of that within 45 minutes to an hour. Um, and I send you off with some things to do and yeah, it's, it, it's really dope you guys. So for any of you plant parents out there that could just use, um, more tips, tips from a person that, you know, has tried them from, um, a very reliable source. You know, if you're tired of searching blog after blog after blog and reading all of these different things that work but you've tried them and they don't seem to work, um, connect with me and let's set up a consultation. Like I said, you can email me at blackplantchick at yahoo.com and I will respond very quickly um, because I am very serious about my business. So I do not like to wait, make people wait. Um, but yes, so I really just wanted to come in and tell you guys that thank you so much for listening. Thank you for still being here at episode seven. It is greatly appreciated. Um, at the end of this episode, I have a story from a plant parent. She sent it in about two weeks ago. It is about her journey with her bird of paradise. So please do not end this episode until you hear that story. And if you have a story that you want to share with me, email me because I would love to feature it on my podcast. And until next time, you guys, love, 
peace and propagate. So I was at a local Home Depot, not the one I usually go to, but one that I tend to frequent. And I was specifically looking for um, dirt, to be quite honest. I was looking for soil, but being me, I was, you know, since I'm looking for soil, let me just cruise through the houseplant area just to see, you know, just take a look, see, I'm not going to get anything. Of course, I'm not going to get anything. Um, and as I was walking through, there was a young man that was kneeling down looking at a Monstera deliciosa. And we kind of joked on how it was like on the bottom shelf. They had let it get to a point where it was not looking its best, but they still wanted full price for it. Even though it was, it was looking a little rough. And we kind of joked about how social distancing wasn't a thing, the way they had the area set up. And how some of the plants were looking a little little rough for the time and we just kind of joked about it and exchanged pleasantries and it was really nice so I cruised through the house you know house plant area went out to look for soil look for you know planters kind of take a cruise of the whole outside area and while doing so I was like oh I want to look at the birds of paradise because I'd seen people keeping birds of paradise out inside which blew my mind being from Southern California where we have them everywhere outdoors and i was like oh you know what i want a bird of paradise but i want one for outside so i found someone that worked at the store and i was like hey you know i'm looking for a bird of paradise do you have any i can't seem to find them and the young man that i was talking to while in the houseplant area comes barreling around the corner he's like no no do not buy one. I was like, okay. He was, I have one at home that I was going to list today on Facebook market because I want to get rid of it. I just, you know, I just don't want it anymore. He goes, come to my house and pick it up. And I was like, are you sure? <laughs> He's like, yes. He goes, do not pay for one. And like, I mean, he was very, very, do not do this. I was like, okay. And in my mind, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I'm going to sell this house to pick up a plant. I really hope I don't die, but you know, free plant. <laughs> I'm gonna take that risk. And we exchanged information. Um, I was like, hey, you know, it, it was on a Sunday. I was like, do you mind if I come by on Tuesday after work and pick it up? No problem. He goes, just call and let me know or text me and let me know when you're on the way. I'll try to be there. I'll try to make sure my partner's there. If not, I'll put it in front of the house. You can just come pick it up. I'll put your name on it. I was like, okay. So Tuesday rolls around. I check in with him. He's like, hey, I'm not home. My partner's at home. He knows you're coming. You know, just come by and pick up the plant. Now, he had hinted that it was in, it needed some love. It was in not the best condition. I was like, not a problem. It's a bird of paradise. They live in Los Angeles. So I'll survive anything. I get to the house. His partner was lovely. He was like, oh, there's a bird of paradise. Great. Thank you. And when I saw it, I was like, oh my God, this thing is in a rough, rough condition. It was in a pail with no drainage holes, just a bucket, a steel bucket. I, I can't <laughs> stress the steel bucket part enough. It was in a steel bucket, clearly had been unloved for a while. A lot of the fronds were um, dying, if not dead, and needed to be pruned. Um, a lot of dead ends on the leaves. Just really had seen better days, but more so than anything, you could tell it had um, very bound roots. So I bring it home. 
I let it chill for the next couple of days. And, you know, I, I get to the weekend and I'm just like, I need to take care of this. Why I didn't start this project in the middle of the afternoon, I do not know, but I waited till about two hours before it got dark to start this. I'm thinking, I'll just, you know, put some water in a pail, let it soak for a while, and then pull this plant out. But the pail wasn't a straight edge pail, and it had like divots around the side, and it kept it from just coming out because the roots had circled and gotten caught underneath these little ridges. And I'm just like, oh no, <laughs> this thing is not coming out. And sure enough, I literally had to pry, get what it, catch an edge on the side of the pail. And I had to take pliers and literally pull back the sides of this pail. Now, mind you, this is steel, which is why I needed pliers. And I'm, I'm, I mean, it's one of those situations where I have my foot on the pail and I'm pulling back this, you know, the steel, the thankfully thin steel, and I'm pulling it back. I'm, I'm on the verge of tears. I'm texting my uncle who uh, is a gardener. He's like, you can do it. I trust you can do it. He's like, I kind of can't leave right now. It's like, okay. And so I'm pulling it with pliers and I'm pulling it back and I'm peeling it back. And finally, I, you know, I text my uncle again. I'm like, this is really a struggle. He's like, hey, go get a shovel and see if you can get the rest of it down. Cause I peeled back a good amount. And he's like, see if you can get the rest of it out. And so sure enough, I go in the garage, I get a shovel and I'm literally hacking at the bottom of it, just trying to get it to pop up. And I'm like, cause I just need air to get to underneath that bottom ridge and just to get it to peel back a little bit. And I'm hacking and I'm hacking. I'm on the verge of tears still. And something says, okay, you've hacked this thing to death. You should be able to pull this plant out. Sure enough, I kind of take the pliers out again. And I peel it back and peel it back and I tug at it and it comes free. I high five the dog. Like I'm high fiving myself. I'm thanking God. Like I am so excited. Luckily, I had a pot for it to, you know, I was like, oh, I'm just going to go one size up as they always tell you. And I'm looking at these roots. I'm like, there's no way I can just go one size up. This thing is going to spread and it's going to need the room to do this. So I had a plastic imitation whiskey barrel that is short, wide enough that just had dirt from a previous failed plant experiment. And I literally just flipped it over in a space that was in, dumped all the dirt and like dead roots that were in there and like just where it was. I was like, I'll deal with this later. And I, it took every, almost every ounce of dirt I had. I used up all my perlite, all my cactus soil, all my regular potting soil, all of my, I had a little bit, I think I had a, like literally a handful of pumice, all my orchid bark to get enough dirt to fill that whiskey barrel up and to fill the, you know, and to cushion this in this plant and give it the room that it needed to branch out because it was extremely root bound. I mean, incredibly root bound. I pruned all the dead leaves off of it. I rinsed it down. I gave it an unbelievable good water. And I took a picture of it because it looked like a plant crime scene because it was this bags of dirt, empty dirt, you know, empty dirt bags everywhere and pruning shears and scissors and a pail that had a gaping hole in the side. And I was just like, I cannot believe I did this. It took two hours to get this thing out of the pail and into this new planner and where I, and, you know, and placed it in my backyard. And I was just like, 
I felt accomplished, but I was also sore for three days afterwards because it just took so much effort to get all of it done. It was dark by the time I was done. It was just an utter mess, but I've sent pictures of before and after to friends and family and everyone's like, oh my God, that plant looks like a completely new plant. And sure enough, it's a couple of weeks later and I'm getting two new leaves on it. It's doing great. Um, the weather's really helped as well. And also finding out that birds of paradise don't like fertilizer has helped because I almost fertilized it and I didn't and I'm glad I didn't. And but I'm still getting two new leaves on it, which I'm super happy about. And I sent pictures to the young man who gave me the plan. I was like, hey, you know, I repotted it. It's doing much better. He's like, you know what? I'm so glad. He goes, I was literally just going to give that thing away. He goes, here's the story. He goes, I got that plant from some lady at my old apartment in um, Hollywood. And he had kept it in that pail for a couple of years, had completely neglected it given it to him he had had it for like a year completely neglected it so i had a multi-year neglected plant which just speaks to how poorly you can treat birds of paradise and they're like whatever dude but hopefully now it will instead of to survive it will thrive and i put it in a partial shade partial sun situation so it'll probably get big and maybe flower um, but I don't care. I just want it to be happy and healthy and to grow. And that's my story of my bird of paradise. I don't think I've named him, named him yet, but he needs a really good name because he's gone through a lot. And I just want him to live like a five-star resort life now. And that's all I got. Hope you enjoy. Thanks so much. Bye.